0: Listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Friday, the 25th of March. This is Recap brought to you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform
1: where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone.
0: Here's the disclaimer.
1: Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with.
0: Any information we provide is general only and current at the time.
1: If you're looking for help with your investment choices we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider.
0: G'day there Alice.
1: Hey Jose, it's been a
0: minute. It has been a minute so nice to have you back on the old recap.
1: Yeah it's nice to be back.
0: Yeah, it's uh yeah. I've enjoyed I've enjoyed uh, the friends, of course, the colleagues from Sharesies. I always thought
1: you were going to always... say I've enjoyed doing it without you.
0: No, no, <laughs> I've enjoyed everybody, but it's nice to have the OG back. You know, it's, it's, it's really good
1: and and for a casual Friday episode as well.
0: I know the best day of the week, and as it's Casual Friday, our interview today is about B Corp's. Now, you might have seen this business accreditation on the websites of companies you visited, uh, for example, like the cheesy's website, and you've probably wondered what the heck it is, what it means, and why you should care. Well, want to know more, all will be revealed and explained later in the show today. Alice, to kick us off, I hear that the company behind Glassons and Hellenstein's released its latest results today.
1: Yeah, that's right. Hallenstein Glassons Group announced its half-year results this morning. Now, these were for the six months to the 1st of February, and they were headlined by COVID-19 putting pressure on the company's profits.
0: Right, uh, okay. Uh, Give me some of the numbers then.
1: Yeah, sure thing. Uh, So the group reported sales for the half-year had fallen just over 6% compared to the same period a year ago. Uh, That figure came in at um. 170.6 million New Zealand dollars net profit uh, that actually fell 40 percent over that same period to just under 12 million dollars
0: and you said that it was the pandemic driving those results
1: Yeah, COVID-19 meant that the group lost actually 5,432 trading days across its store network during those six months, and that was due to lockdowns in both New Zealand and Australia. Uh, So for example, if we dive deeper, in Glassons, sales in New Zealand were down over 13% due to pandemic uh, disruptions, significantly impacting performance. But meanwhile, in what I found was an interesting observation, Helen Stein said that they saw a move away from more formal wear to casual wear, uh, which sort of reflects the shift in consumer habits due to the pandemic. And similarly, the group said that online sales made up about 30 percent of total sales up from about 24 percent the same period earlier
0: i know what you're saying about the shift in consumer habits i near, i nearly today because obviously i'm working from home i nearly just stayed in my pajama pants <laughs> I, have,
1: I, I mean i'm wearing like yoga tights <laughs> right now so uh, yeah you know.
0: I, yeah i completely get it i didn't quite get there i have to say but uh, what's the outlook for the rest of the year
1: yeah, Helen glasson said in the announcement today that it's still being impacted by COVID and that the first seven weeks of its winter season has remained challenging. Uh, that's particularly been highlighted by the Omicron outbreak uh, in New Zealand being in full swing. However, the group remains hopeful that the worst of the Omicron outbreak will soon be behind the company uh, and is looking forward to a stronger finish to the financial year.
0: Hmm. Uh, is there anything else to note from the announcement?
1: Yeah, one last thing, Uh, Hellenstein Glassons announced that it's going to pay an interim dividend of 18 cents per share on the 15th of April.
0: Great, thank you very much, Alice. Now, this morning, NZME released a statement to the NZX, stating it will look to enter into a deal with Google to feature its content on Google's showcase platform.
1: And. NZME is a media company that has newspapers, radio and digital media brands under its umbrella like it owns New Zealand Herald and News Talk ZB just to name a few right? Uh,
0: That's absolutely right and Google's news showcases what Google calls an online news experience where publishers can get paid for sharing their content. Uh, It's essentially according to some a licensing platform which was designed to answer Google's critics who argued that the company was profiting off using content from a struggling media and industry Uh, it's been launched in other countries like Australia and was due to appear in New Zealand last year but it's been delayed
1: so what does this mean for NZME
0: well it means another source of income NZME said they expect it will increase their earnings this year to somewhere between 67 and 72 million dollars last year the company reported earnings for comparison of 66 million dollars
1: and last year, a number of local media companies came together and they tried to and create a content supply agreement with the big, te- big tech companies like Meta and Google. Uh, NCDME, if I remember correctly, was part of that. So what does uh, this now mean for that cross-industry partnership?
0: Well, NZME said that it means that they've pulled out of the part of the media collective that's seeking a payment agreement with Google. They're still involved in the side of the effort that deals with Meta, but they did confirm they actually are in talk- talks with Meta about a commercial agreement. Now, where that um, t- takes the future of that collective bid is uncertain. There hasn't been any comments so far that I've seen from the other members of that media industry group.
1: And what needs to happen now? Like, is this deal a done thing?
0: Not quite yet. NZME has actually just signed a letter of intent saying it wants to join Google's showcase. It's actually still in discussions with Google. Nonetheless, the news potentially contributed to a bit of a pop in NZME's share price. Just before coming in to record, it was up nearly 8% on Thursday's closing price, reaching (music) $1.62.
1: Okay, Jose, so at the top of the show, you were talking about uh, the B Corp accreditation, which is fitting because it's B Corp month.
0: That is exactly right. And we quite often at Sharesies talk about how we are a B Corp business, uh, but it's quite possible possible that you listening out there may not really know what it means. So I thought, because it is B Corp month, that I'd have a chat with the person at Sharesies whose job it is to organise and shape and maintain our B Corp status. Her name is Demi Heath, and this is what she had to say. Demi, thanks for coming on Recap. Lovely to have you here.
2: Thank you very much for having me.
0: What do you actually do at uh, Sharesy? So what's your, what's your job title? What's, what's your, what do you get up to?
2: So my job title is quite unusual in that it's executive assistant and beekeeper. So I split my time between looking after our three co-CEOs and also looking after our B Corp accreditation.
0: Yeah, no, I only just realized, I think uh, when I first started at um, Sharesies, I saw like Beekeeper in your job description and oh, we've got bees, great, (laughs) I love bees, save the bees, but um, B -B Corp accreditation, let's start right at the start, what exactly is a B Corp?
2: To be a B Corp is to be part of a global network of businesses Uh, all around the world, there's close to 5,000 businesses across 78 countries in 153 industries and all of those businesses are operating to balance purpose and profit, to transform the global economy, economy to benefit all people, communities, and the planet. So we're part of a massive network of businesses that are just trying to do better.
0: Right, cool. So what are the, the sort of key metrics? Because B Corp is basically an accreditation, right? You, you get the, an accreditation, right?
2: Yep, so uh, we have to meet really high standards high standards to be certified so it looks at our social and environmental performance and our transparency within the assessment itself there's like close to 200 questions i would say and those questions are very specific to the industry and the business that you're working in so it's broken down into five impact areas that's Mm. across governance environment workers community and customers
0: right and who gives you the accreditation like where where exactly does the b corp uh, accreditation come from
2: so it's from a non-profit called B-Lab and they've got centres um, across, I think it's across Northern Europe, North America and Australia and New Zealand are, are, are the key centres. Um, so our accreditation comes from B-Lab, Australia and New Zealand.
0: Right. So Shizu's got its B Corp accreditation, I think if I'm being correct, back in 2019. How did we do How did, for our first one? How did we go?
2: Yep, so um, that is right, we got our first accreditation in 2019, um, so the, to get to pass to become a B Corp you have to get a score of at least 80. Uh, The maximum score that you can get is 200, but that has not been achieved in the entire world yet. (laughs) There are businesses that are obviously aiming for that. I think the highest scoring B Corp in the world is around 160. Um, So we just about passed, we got a score of 80.6. And generally that's what, any business is trying to do in their first accreditation year is to just pass because the average for just a standard business operating uh, is about 50. Right. So to just pass, you're already doing really well.
0: Cool. And um, what, how are we doing since, how are we doing since then? Like, uh, what do we need to work on?
2: So we're in the middle of our re-accreditation at the moment. So I'm speaking with B Lab New Zealand and we're a bit in the middle of our audit process. So obviously for each accreditation, it only comes around every three years. So the ultimate aim is to improve on the score that you already had. Yeah. Um, you wanna be in kind of competition with yourself and your industry and the country that you're operating in. So we've had three years to look at our the impact areas where we maybe weren't scoring quite so highly Um, in particular was our environment section. So we scored quite lowly in that purely because we just didn't have the data there because we haven't been operating as a business for too long. Um, So last year, uh, my sites were really set on becoming carbon neutral um, and really gathering that data together to see where we were currently sitting. And we did achieve that last year in 2021.
0: What was the journey like to become carbon neutral? Like, I assume, like, people say it all the time oh, we're going to become carbon neutral, but I assume the world society doesn't make it easy, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) was it harder than you um thought?
2: yeah i mean alongside the b corp accreditation you have to meet very high standards you have to gather a lot of data together and have a lot of conversations um as a fintech we don't have any kind of physical goods that we're operating with so mm. that does make things a little bit easier in terms of gathering that data together and um, but it does mean that we're quite reliant on our supply chain and the people that we work with so the majority of our of our carbon impact comes from our supply chain in particular, the data server centers that we use with AWS that's uh, right. Amazon web services yeah. because obviously we're operating online. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a long process, but we used ECOS, uh, who are based here in New Zealand and they were just amazing to work with and they help you every step of the way
0: hmm you i think you said before there's like something like 200 questions or so that you have to answer is it like a ton of paperwork it sounds like it is like kind of just working your way through it
2: that's for the b corp accreditation not the not our carbon neutrality accreditation Yeah. yeah yeah so um yeah it's Because you're covering so many different areas, it's a very holistic way of going through your business and asking some really important and pertinent questions to how you wanna operate as a business and operate together. Mm. So it is a lot of work, but it means that I've had some really great conversations with everybody across the business, from the investment team through to our um, buildings manager. So it's been really interesting for me to learn how passionate everybody is across the business and to see where we can improve and work together.
0: Yeah. And so what's the next step Uh, we've got going through that that accreditation process? When when, will we find out where we land at the final score?
2: (laughs) Um, So because... um, becoming a B Corp has become very popular. B Lab are inundated with, uh, audit assessment requests. Um, so they are also on a really big growth journey as well. So the backlog of, um, of assessments that they have to go through is sitting at a few months um, so we're luckily probably only a few weeks away from finding out what our new score is um, we need to provide some audit questions back to them but I'm hoping that we'll have our new score through kind of April May time fingers crossed but there's no definite <music>
1: So I guess ultimately, the B Corp accreditation is another tool you could use to help gauge potential companies you're thinking of investing in.
0: Yeah, if, if, if ethical investing is your bag, then this is something you could add to your whole bag of tricks. Uh, there are listed companies, big and small, who are B Corps.
1: And Demi wrote a blog about B Corp. Uh, there's a link to that in the episode description if you want to know more.
0: And just before we go, earlier today a special meeting for Z Energy shareholders was held to vote on the proposed sale to the Australian fuel company Ampol. Shareholders voted overwhelmingly in favour of the sale, which would cost Ampol nearly $2 billion. The deal now needs sign off from the Overseas Investment Office and eventually, if it gets that far, the High Court.
1: That was a recap for the 25th of March. Thank you for listening.
0: We'd love you to leave a rating review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz and you can leave a voice message. There is a link in the episode description. And we'll catch you next week. Hey, te rahina. See you on Monday.
1: Bye.